You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go downstairs and inside the coach's office. You know, my mind is on our team. Right before tip-off, here's David Locke with head coach Quinn Snyder. It's the Quinn Snyder Coaches Show. Welcome back to the Vince Smart Home Arena, Utah Jazz, and the Toronto Raptors coming up. Time for the Quinn Snyder Coaches Show with head coach Quinn Snyder. Coach, just big picture. What is your team doing better in the last week than it was two or three weeks ago? Well, I think I think we're defending the ball better. I think we've just I think we're picking up a little higher, and we just have more activity. And if you know you look at statistically where we can improve our defense, you know the you know I, I don't necessarily you know, I'd like to create more turnovers, um, but more than anything, I'd like to have activity and make it harder. The turnovers will come from the activity you know the deflections will come from the activity and the deflections come the turnovers come so that kind of chain reaction it really Mike's been really good at it I think they're started to because we were up the floor more on Kemba Walker I think there's a comfort level that you start to have being up and out on the floor and a lot of it comes from having confidence in the guys behind you when you first came, there was the comment of obvious unselfishness. There was egalitarian offense was another phrase you used. You have Mike Conley and Jordan Clarkson carry most of the offensive scoring in Boston. Then you have Boyan Bogdanovich and Donovan Mitchell carry the offensive scoring in Detroit. This is more firepower than you've ever had, but is this the obvious unselfishness and the egalitarianness you were talking about? This is like democratic socialism. <laughs> we're, we're, uh, we're taking it to a new level, and I, I hope we do. Um, you know, all our guys already have health care, thanks to the Miller family. Um, but to the extent that, you know, we can share scoring on a given night, hopefully we're going to have one of those games where everybody's got to go. You know, we haven't had one of those. Um, and that's why the defense is important because, um, you know, it, and when I say get it going, it may not be four 30-point games, you know. It may be Boyan having a big night and everybody else being – you know, maybe a few less shots, but really efficient. And it could be, you know, everybody's doing that. Some political snarks just inform me you have to play all 12 players 20 minutes in equal, in equal ways for democratic socialism. All right, anyway, back to the ball game. Boyan Bogdanovich had 30 the other night. It's the 11th time he's done that. He'd only done it four times prior in his career. What allowed you to see that this was a guy that could put that kind of numbers on in a given night? I think there's the versatility in how he's able to score, you know, that... Sometimes when you have a guy that's just a shooter, um, people are able to kind of stay with him. Um, he can come off screens. You know, he he's drives the ball. I think he's, he's finishing at the rim and getting a chance to get fouled. That's something earlier in the year you felt like he was – I think he was getting fouled, but he's, he's selling those a little bit more. Um, and then he's been in the lane just shooting over people with a little floater. Um, he's out in transition getting shots. So the, the versatility in the ways that he scores, I think, allows him to kind of find a weak spot in our defense at a given night. I don't have a feeling that Toronto does many things by accident. They're allowing the most catch-and-shoot threes in the league, 30 of them a game, and they're allowing the most corner threes in the league. What are they gaining by giving those up? What are they gaining elsewhere? Well, they, 
they flood the paint. They make it really hard for you to get to the rim. And particularly for our guys, because we, you know, if we get too deep and try to make those passes, they're hard passes. And sometimes those passes are either, sometimes they're deflected. And sometimes they're, you saw the Boston game, a few of the passes we had early were errant. And oftentimes it, it, there's an impact beyond just, you know, obviously you don't want to turn the ball over. Um, but even, you know, you need passes that can hit people in their hands and where they can shoot. And they impact your passing with their pressure, with their length, with their help. And then they're really good at getting back to shooters and contesting shots. So um, the, the percentage that people shoot from them, um, they're betting on a lower percentage because of the way they impact shots. Um, even though someone may get a shot off, they're harder shots. Coach, thank you very much. Thank you. That's head coach Quinn Snyder. Now let's hear from Nick Nurse. Nick, it's clear you don't do a lot by accident, and you're allowing the most catch-and-shoot uh, threes in the league. So what are you gaining elsewhere by allowing that? Um, hmm. I wish we didn't allow as many as we did, to be honest. Uh, the only thing I can say to that is we do uh, contest them pretty well. Right? We, we rank pretty high in what percentage teams actually shoot from out there. Um, I mean, obviously, when you're when you're uh, if you're giving up threes, you're hopefully you're protecting something else, and hopefully we're protecting the paint and the rim a little bit better. You know, it's it's pretty much give and take, and what you feel like you want to live with. I mean, nobody really wants to live with any corner threes, but but I think you play things to the strength of your team, and we found that kind of what we're doing now is is to our strengths. You've been able to develop a bunch of players all who seem to fit this kind of mold of a lead athlete. Is that too simplistic? Is there more to you finding this athletic model that then you are evolving as basketball players? Or is there more to it than that? Well, um, we, we certainly do have some good athletes, right, that uh, I think that, um, you know, that, that certainly helps us on the defensive end. I think that... Uh, well, I was visiting with one of the coaches from SAC after the game last night. He's like, geez, you're just, you're, you just seem like you're everywhere. You know, every, every time we kick one out, we think we're open. There's a, there's a long, athletic guy coming at the guy and taking the shot away. Um, so we do have some, you know, good athletes. And we've worked hard, you know, to, to get them to play defense and then obviously try to develop their skills. Those are the coaches' interviews for authentic Utah Jazz player gear, including jerseys, shorts, warm-ups, and more. Visit fanaticsauthentic.com slash Utah Jazz GU. That's fanaticsauthentic.com slash Utah Jazz GU.